Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and, frankly, appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, Andy, Jimmy, JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty. You're listening to This Just In on Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Craig only, Craig only counts for a half most of the time. <laughs> the fact that we just we jumped on today and Craig's internet is like mm, mint. Makes me feel very good. Hey, Craig. He had to go to Vancouver to make it work. <laughs> hey, Craig. How you doing? Don't jump the gun, Charms. Don't jump the Don't gun. Jinx it. I'm touching wood here. <laughs> I'm touching wood. That's Craig Forrest, by the way. And that was Dan Wong. Hi. And I'm James Sharman. There's no Jimmy Brennan just yet. We don't know where Jimmy is. He said he's joining us. But however, he sent us a picture at 2 p.m. of a full Guinness. And it is now, as we record, it's 7 p.m. And it's his little brother, Ryan Brennan's birthday. Mm-hmm. So but they went out last night, though. They had a big costume party. I think this is the problem, though. I think it's hair of the dog. And if you saw the <laughs> pictures, there's plenty of hair to go around. No, it's cat it's, fancy. Yes, JC's popped up. Yeah. We're missing, we're missing one. Who knows? Maybe Dubs will surprise us. Yeah, maybe. Oh, hey, JC. <laughs> Hi. JC, just so everyone knows, when JC comes on, he, a lot of the time he acts like a magician, like one of those creepy magicians. <laughs> like Doug, Doug Henning. Flamboyant as well, apparently. That's, That's right. Quite, That's right. Buoyant is right. So it's Footy Prime, and uh, this is a show before the other show, One Sucker, on Sunday, Monday night. Sorry, Monday night, of course. And uh, we're in the midst of putting that little beauty together right now. Uh, but today we'll look back on the weekend that was. This is just this just in, isn't it, Wonger? That's it's what it's a, called. Yeah, it's our it. it's our it's our weekly wrap of the 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 games that were the matches that were. And it, holy geez, great weekend of football, sharks. Well, a great weekend of football because we not only won one parlay, but we won both our parlays. We how much did we win? We won like sixty five dollars, seventy five dollars. I don't know. I, the Fifty-seven one, plus fourteen, so seventy-two dollars ish. Yeah, 
So I haven't logged on. Let me log on to TonyBet.ca and see if we're above where we started. Ooh, we and it only be. took. And Craig and I have been talking about this. Our five, and I have to say, look, Footy Prime Supporters Group, we love you, but your first entree into our footy picks was uh, a debacle. <laughs> well, well listen, you're getting all cocky now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> <Especially>. <laughs> Their their Bayern Munich result cost them, and who'd have thought? Oh, crush them! There yes, you go. we're sixteen dollars up. Yes, five hundred sixteen dollars towards Craig's casket. Yes, there we go. We'll be able to bury you in that. What six years we gave you? Yeah, at least it won't be in like a a surfboard carrier. <laughs> <laughs> so we good. got we got Brighton. And yes. Dubs got Vancouver. Dubs, who has let us down over and over again, got that right. That's one. Mm. And then the other, it's Spurs, Liverpool, and Man City. Man, it almost wasn't going the right way. They were all comeback wins on that particular card. After West Ham went ahead of City. That's the right. Blades went ahead of Spurs and were there until the depths of at a time. Oh. And, of course, Wolves were up on Liverpool. But like you said, Borga, it was a really, really great weekend of Premier League football. Unless, it was. Course, it was. You're supporting the teams that lost, and there was a lot of controversy. Let's start with that Spurs game, shall we? Spurs Blades. So, Craig, 1-0, Sheffield United, and then, like I said, in the depths of injury time, there's so much time added on. Two goals, Richarlison scores, and then Kuliseski scores. 2-1, mm. and post-match, Paul Heggenbaum of, of Sheffield United who probably won't be on the bench next week <laughs> after these comments. He <laughs> says, uh, the officiating is appalling. It's not about the football decisions, just game management. My worry is that all the focus is on the yellow cards, time-wasting, the new guidelines. The focus all of a sudden comes on the time-wasting, so they're dictating how we play. If you play to goal kicks from the back, you set up one way, and if Spurs go against that, that dictates the decision you make. We're getting told to just play long. You can't do it. Has he got a point, Craig? Yeah, well, he, he's indicating there that uh, they're uh, adding time on for just keeping the ball at the back. You know, referee said, well, kick it long, apparently. So that's that's wrong. Um, but I don't think the officials would say that that's where the time's coming from. <laughs> I mean, there was something like 13 bookings in that match as well. So a ton of that, ton of substitutions. But 12 uh, minutes, right, Craiger? It was 12 minutes. Yeah, they ended, playing, they ended playing 16. They're in the 16th Ooh. minute of time added. So that's what, 30, more than 34, 35% of, of the half. So it, it is getting to a point where I do think he, he does have a point on the fact that there's so much concentration on going, looking at this time-wasting situation. And okay, if they're going to add lots of time on, that's fine. Make sure you're consistent doing it. But they seem to be really, really just stuck on that at the moment. Tons of bookings, lots of time added on. Do you like it or not? do you not like it? Because I, I like I, it. I, I think I it's like fair. It. I like it Charms? too. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I hate time wasting, so I guess I like it. Well, I that's suppose the it's up point, to the players to, right? to adjust, isn't it? The players must adjust. as simple as that. And But mm-hmm. they're, they're, being, they're so ingrained in them and their behavior to waste time and it is tactical we see it we've seen it for years right i don't think craig all time wasting is a bad thing i mean they are knackered at the end of a match you've got to take a breather now and again 
But well, yeah, does, but it, not, it might not necessarily be out and out time wasting either. I mean, other than the fact that he's indicating that the referees are adding on time for them just keeping the ball at the back where the ball is in play. That's where I find that a little bit confusing because that's not that shouldn't be the case. But every substitution, 30 seconds, you know, here, you know, those are they add up pretty quickly. Little injuries here and there, they add the, the total amount. Well, what did you say uh, against Craig or 14 bookings? Like yeah, that. 13 or 14 bookings. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Well, even yeah. in the uh, in the Villa Palace game, it's 1-0 Palace. Duran scores in the 87th, and then there's a penalty in the 98th, and then Bailey scores in the 101st to make it 3-1 Villa, right? Palace mm-hmm. just rolling, just like Sheffield United, and then they both get smashed in the end. It's crazy. Great drama, though. Great theater. Amazing. This really match, was, what do you make of Richarlison, Craig? Did he, so this past week, Richarlison, he struggled, right? Since getting to Spurs, hasn't worked out for him. A lot going on there. Plays for Brazil during the week. Doesn't work out for him, gets yanked. And he's on the bench crying, like physically crying in tears. Things yeah. aren't working out. And then he says, listen, he's got to seek psychological help to get things sorted. He feels better now, though, and he's going to get back in, in a clean slate at Spurs. And he scores a goal, which is great. You know, good for him. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that he's open. It's important, I suppose, in this day and age to be open. But, I mean, it, it shows how times change, right? When you played, and this isn't to denigrate Richarlison or people struggling, I get that. But if, if you saw a player literally crying on the bench back in in the 90s, how would that have been received by his, his fellow players? I'm not sure you'd see it. I think it was just such a different time that, Guys used to go home and sit in a dark room. And drink, <laughs> probably. And drink, yeah. Stiff up her lip, you know, get on with it type of thing. But I think even the coach was talking openly about mental health issues. And I think that that's really important because, as he says, you never know what's going on in people's lives, right? So there's always something going on. And even if it's not, you've got family things and different other things that are definitely Things that come into your life that really can change your focus or take you off it, and and mental health is a massive thing. And I think now it seems to be more of a problem than it's ever been before, for whatever reason. I, I mean, is it? I don't know. It's, it has to be. It has to be social media, doesn't it? Media was always brutal, even prior to social media. The media was awful. They would attack players. Fans were brutal. But now, I guess as a footballer, you can't, you can't escape it. You know, it's, it's like a kid at school. Mm. They can't escape bullying now because they go home and they're confronted, you know, online or on their phone. Mm. And to say, well, just don't go on social media. I mean, that's that's pretty disingenuous. It's not that easy. These kids, and I include Richarlison in that, that's all they've known. It's all they've known. And they also look at it as a positive most of the time when things are going well because they're trying to build their own brand. They, they, in fact, they'll stay away from media because they'll create their own media brand around their their profile. But there's a lot of bad comments with that too. The more, more followers you have, the more mud's coming your way. And some of it's really, really bad. And it's a, it must be incredibly hard to deal with uh, for mm. a modern-day player. For I anybody, think, for any kids yeah. or anybody going to high school, yeah. the, the whole just that whole young generation, I think it's just, I can't imagine it. It just seems incredibly tough to me. There's a, uh, it's it's very interesting you brought that up though, Sharms, because 
I recently received an email from the York Catholic School Board, where my kids go to school. And hey, JC, and they've changed. They've changed the uh, absenteeism. You can now say uh, mental health instead of just oh uh, congestion or respiratory or something like that. They've now made it a thing, which is part of the you know if. Richarlson is saying he needs mental health ish, uh, help. He probably fucking needs mental health help, right? Like if someone says that, you don't, you're not saying that, oh, because you want people to feel sorry for you. And if you are, you do need mental mental health help anyways, right? <laughs> no, you're right. And it's it's legit. Of course, it's completely legit, unfortunately. I mean, not including football here. In, in the general workforce, people will take advantage of that. Of course. Oh, I'm taking a day off. Oh, mental health. You know, it's a shame. People mm-hmm. take complete advantage of it, even though it is completely legit when you have those issues and you have those problems where you need a day off. We've all been there, right? But anyway, I guess back to the football. Gets, yeah, well, I guess when you're making, what does he make? About $25 million a week? <laughs> Basically, it may as well. That's be. what it changed. I mean, it changes how we look at his positioning when he's making twenty five million a week, right? Yeah, but it like, shouldn't, though, right? It shouldn't. It absolutely no. shouldn't. They are human beings. Think of how rich you are. That comes. I mean, with we problems. only make about half of twenty five million a week. Exactly. Look at us. Look yeah, at us. but we have to share that six ways. We're all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got to share the twelve and a half million a week six ways. <laughs> it's difficult. Anyway, good for Spurs. Most Spurs fans, uh, they're having good days pretty much every week now. Now they've got a great comeback victory, famous victory in front of the home fans. But good for us. It's what put us into a winning position for the Charms JC Wonger bet, right? Well, you had on, on the dark web, like you had basically written us off saying, uh, again, I I'm stupid sport, you called it, I think. Uh, stupid stupid sport. spores. It, it gave spores. me a, a spell check. Yeah. <laughs> and it said super. I, I said fucking spores, and it said ducking. So it said that's, ducking that's right. spores. Ducking, that's right, ducking spores. And what I wanted to say was fucking spurs because I I was watching the <laughs> other match. I think it was uh, uh, BHA, Brighton Hove Albion against United, and I switched on to Spurs, going, oh, I want it. They must be up, and it was one nil Sheffield United with no time left, like ninety minutes plus the twelve. So yeah. it was, it was quite the quite the comeback. Well, because I was out, right? I, I missed the end of those games, so I saw mm-hmm. your text pop up, and I assumed, ah, cry. Well, Spurs lost, okay. And then and it wasn't until later on I got home and started going over all the the highlights again, and was, I went, oh, wait a minute, Spurs won, right? For about three hours there, I thought Spurs had lost because of that ducking Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ducking Spurs, someone looks the worst for wear. Hey, Jimmy Brennan. Hi guys. <laughs> How you sheepish. doing, Al? He's quite sheepish. Hi. How's everybody? Are you, you been hurt you, today? Are you hung or are you drunk? No, no, no. Just uh, it was a rough night last night. Rough day a little bit today. But I'm here because I'm there <laughs> to support you guys always. How did that uh, that white outfit that you had? Who were you? You weren't uh, savage, were you? Uh, it was more or less uh, my plums. Oh, Dark my plums. plums. Plums eastbound and down. 
Ah. So for those that don't know, which is everyone listening, apart from Jimmy's brothers, uh, <laughs> Jimmy went out last night, his brother's birthday celebration. It was a costume party, all yeah. dressed up. Looked great, by the way. Looks amazing. Love the pictures. I put a lot of a lot of effort went into that, Charms. Mm-hmm. 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 So we'll share the picture if, we, uh, if Jimmy okays it, but we'll also put the picture of Will Ferrell in that same outfit because it's pretty Yeah, you're, you're more than welcome to share it. Okay, good. Can we just let Jimmy talk in today's podcast? <laughs> Look at Guys, him. it's been a rough couple of days. My brothers, my brothers are Irish twins, right? So there's uh, one's born on the 17th, one's born on the 21st. 21st. And last night we had a big dinner party. Um, we had a chef come over, cook for us. It was amazing. And then today, big party at my parents' house. And I'm late. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize, but there was a lot going on. <laughs> Good times, though. Good times? Oh, ridiculous. You're going to be uh, all And you guys know. You guys have partied with us. You know You know what we're all about. Dress up. Have <laughs> fun. It was what a weekend. Honest to God. Honestly. Are we live? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You look amazing, Jimmy. You looked absolutely amazing. I'm not sure what it looked like uh, today because it was pure white. You look, you look almost like an angel, buddy. I'm not sure that was the case. Thank you so. I God, I love you. Totally you're also amazing. wearing you're wearing uh, the red puma. Yeah, oh. I wore the red puma today. It's this nice is look, it goes. It goes. No, it only eye. took three years to get a puma jacket. <laughs> <laughs> three years to get a puma jacket. And I thought, Fuck you know off, what, tonight tonight I'm going to wear it because I'm, I'm in a good space for today. Yeah, It'll be the last one you get. <laughs> well, listen, Jimmy, make sure you get a good night's sleep tonight and get jump on the, on the show tomorrow in, in, in top, top form. We've gone, gone over um, Sheffield and his uh, heartbreaking loss to Spurs. Um, yeah. Let's get to uh, the Brighton United game, shall we? But I'm sorry, about, did, I, did, I, did I call this game? Did I say Brighton was going to win? Yeah. Uh, you okay. did. I just want everybody to know. No. Great show. Uh, you know what, well, I think we're getting to a point now where that shouldn't be considered impressive. And it's not a surprise, right? I think it's time now we can just acknowledge anyone that's been doubting Brighton at all, they've been doing this for long enough now, haven't they? Yeah. That they're a, a legit top team. I know Pep last year at one point said that no team in the war football builds up the way they do. But beyond that, this team is just coached brilliantly such talent and i saw this tweet come down kieran mcguire tweeted out brighton starting 11 it includes players that cost this much steel cost nothing dunk cost nothing damood cost nothing <laughs> lalana nothing danny welbeck Nothing. <laughs> Veltman. Oh, wait. Veltman, 0. 0.9 million pounds. Matoma, 2.4 million pounds. Gross, 3.1 million pounds. Lamptey, 1.5 million pounds. So those nine players cost Brighton 7.9 million pounds. They played, paid about 45 million pounds for the goalkeeper, didn't they, United? Onana? Uh, so a bit of money spent. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm glad he's good with his feet. He might want to use his fucking arm. A uh, little wow. bit of money. What a performance, huh? 
unbelievable. That one goal, you guys see it. Was it the third goal? Starts yeah, with the goalkeeper. So. They keep possession. It goes up back into the third of Man United back. I think there was 30-plus passes. Ends up in the back of the net without United touching the ball. Unbelievable. As just an absolute, like, performance, like, just of keeping the ball. Amazing. Just how they spread the game out, been able to, and these little quadrants of, you know, keep ball and everything else is just something but, else know, to see. I, I think the biggest thing is, and obviously growing up in, growing up in, in, in England and Craig, you're the exact same. Like it's Brighton and Hove Albion. Like nobody in their wildest dreams would have thought Brighton and Hove Albion would have been, as good as what they are today. It's crazy. Especially after losing all these players. Every year they lose top players and managers, and they still yeah. seem to roll in new guys. It's amazing. Well, it's them and Brentford. I mean, they're, they're at this point, obviously, a little bit further along than Brentford. But they, they build their teams through, I wouldn't call it money ball per se, but it's pretty damn close. It's through stats, deep stats. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, that, that's how they build these teams. They find these steals around the world. And the coach... Brilliantly, it was a year ago on I think actually a year ago tomorrow on Monday that uh the Zerbi arrived. A year ago. Hmm. It doesn't seem that oh. long, does it? But he's just no. took this team and as as great as they were under Graham Potter, he's brought them to that next level. Yeah. And you wonder, could he do it with a super club? And he, he probably could, couldn't he? No, um, I don't let's think hope so. he stays there. I I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> he could do it with a super club. No, I don't. You don't? No, I think it's it's one of those clubs where you get certain players that want to be footballers, that want to make a, an impact, and you develop that way rather than just buying players um, that are already there. I don't think they could do it with, with players that that have already got a name. I think Brighton is a place, Brentford is a place where you where you have a manager that knows how to develop how to work with younger players that want to be professional footballers and, and want to get to that next level. So why couldn't a name an established player though buy in? I mean, Pesco Gross, for example, right? This is a guy who's 32. He just got called up to the German squad for the first time last week, right? No one's taken notice of Pesco Gross, but he keeps doing it. But he, he's got that that mentality, right? And maybe that's what it is, Jimmy, what you're saying. He's trying to yeah. prove to everyone who he is. He hasn't been given the respect his whole career, even though he keeps doing it. His seventh goal, I think, is against Man U in his career. <laughs> Seven goals against Man U, right? This yeah. guy in his 30s. So they're not all kids, but you're right. Maybe they've got chips in their shoulder. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just think there's, there's certain clubs, the way that they're pushing players and developing, it's more or less, you know, if if I'm a young player and I want to get to that next big club, I'm going to Brighton. I'm going to Brighton yeah. because I know I'm going to get played. I know I'm going to get developed and I know I'm going to get sold. Sometimes players, when they go to the big clubs, they get lost, don't they? They get lost in the big clubs. And I think Brighton, Brentford, those clubs right now, the way that they're working, developing, it's more or less come to here you're going to play football, first-team football, we're going to develop you, and we're going to sell you for big money. And look at the players that we've already sold on. At what point, Craig, does a, a bigger name player think to himself, you know what? 
I like Brighton. They play great football, attacking football. That seems like a nice place to live. It's a nice club. It's a good club playing European football. At what point do the big players start asking their agents, hey, can you give Brighton a call? I'm interested. Never. Never? Yeah, no? exactly. It's just, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. The- well, first of all, I mean, who who are they going to call? They can't, they're not going out and splashing on anybody. That's not their business model. They're not, they're not doing that at all. They might get somebody on the downside that they think they can get a couple good years out of. But other than that, that's not how they operate. So, yeah, you might get a big name on his downside, but not not in their prime. That they, they, they can't afford them. Simple as that. But the, the, what really has surprised me with these players is that they install this type of football that you really have to be incredibly brave to play, to be able to be confident enough everybody on the ball inside your own 18-yard box, keeping possession in all these different areas of the field. You have to be really brave doing that and confident. And they all yeah. seem to be absolutely technically good enough to be able to deal with that quite clearly. They did sign, though, Danny Welbeck, right? He went there, which uh, was a bit surprising. And they got James Milner, right? So I guess well, there's good, the right character. Good examples, good examples of guys on the downside that are coming in yeah. and they're not costing an arm and a leg, right? And they yeah. still might give you something. Yeah. And you know you're not going to have any problems in the dressing room with them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They're well, they're well, uh, their character is well looked at. That's the one yeah. thing that about Onana that kind of a little bit surprises me. Not only the fact that I thought hey, it wasn't the problem, um, is the fact that he's had some issues with Maguire in preseason, which I thought was really disrespectful. Maguire didn't even play, so they can't blame. Nobody can jump on Maguire, which is just out of line how much flack he's taken. So you had that in preseason, him yelling at uh, Maguire, and then you had different breakups. I've seen at the national team level, he was sent home, I think, from the World Cup, wasn't he, for disciplinary record or discipline problems. Jimmy's banging around there. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm in, a good, I'm in a good space, guys. He rubbed his head like about three minutes ago, and it looked like he was going to throw up under, his t- under the table. He was doing one of these. Oh my god! What am I in? <laughs> is it that end do? of a long day type thing? You've got too much <laughs> yeah. sun, too too many drinks. Oh my god! Too much sun. So sitting tired. in the pool, hanging out with the family. Yeah. Did you watch I'm any like, football today, or was it just too busy? Pounding. I always watch football. I love football. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay, go on. Proceed. <laughs> um. But yeah, Craig, you make good points there, right? I mean, you talk about characters. I, I don't know if Nuno is a good or a bad character, right? But there's been some issues already and, and some past and didn't have the best mm-hmm. of games. And obviously, there's problems throughout that team right now. We're seeing it with Jaden Sancho right now. Um, I know Fernandez has been pretty quiet so far this season, right? But prickly personality. Ten Hag fell out last year with Ronaldo. It's, it's a bit of a mess, that club right now. And another loss albeit against Brighton. Now, maybe two years ago, that would be, oh my God, we lost to Brighton, really? But like I said, now it's, I think it really is one of those things, well, yeah, okay, we, we lost to Brighton. They're a better team than us. Simple as that. I agree, but I don't think that the general public are seeing it that way. Certainly United fans are like, they're like Jimmy, like, we grew up over there. This is Brighton Hove Albion. You know what I mean? Like, it's still, yeah. it's like, what's going on? We can't be losing to Brighton. Yeah. And nor should they. And nor should they. 100%. Yeah, it's just it, it it just doesn't have that name. I mean, growing up there, it was Brighton and Hove. You're like, 
oh, here we go. We're gonna we're going to down to the south. We're gonna play Brighton. We're gonna pump them. And their ground but, was the ground wasn't the best back in the day. No, it was, it was terrible. Crappy ground. I think we discussed before on the show, didn't we? Like there aren't that many Albions that are successful. No, you're right. I mean, if you really. if you have a club and you decide let's put the word Albion on the end, you, you're not looking to become a super club, are you? No. <laughs> no, it's true when you look at it. No, well, it, it just it take, yeah, but at the same time, maybe they're due. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Has yeah. the, the big the biggest supporter was uh, Fat Boy Slim? Remember? Was he a, a Brighton fan? Yeah. Yeah, Fat Boy Slim. Okay. And he was huge in the in the UK at the time. Big DJ, but well, he was fat. Well, he wasn't really. No, he's his, he his name was um. Oh, Fat Boy Slim is. Oh, why can't I think? Funk right Soul now? Brother. Do you remember? His no, name? I know the songs, but the uh, the actual his actual name because he was in. Was it Happy Mondays? Mm-hmm. Oh, was he in Happy Mondays? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what right. I think his freaking name? Yeah, he totally was. switched off here. That Christopher Walken video that is Fat Boy oh, Slim. The dance one is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Uh, Man City, they beat West Ham. Craig's West Ham up 1-0 with the Hammers. And it's one of those games, Craig, isn't it, where, yeah, y- your team loses 3-1. But if you're West Ham, you just you brush it off pretty quickly, don't you? Because you didn't play badly. You know you're a good team. And, and City at this point, I, I don't know if anyone's going to ever beat them. Well, that, that's true. But I think watching the game at 1-1, West Ham had a few chances. Uh, breakaway, Antonio, heavy touch. And you look at the moments that they have and Haaland wasn't going to miss another chance. He could have had a hat-trick on the day. Uh, so you got to take those chances. They are so good, Man City. And you're right. There are not many teams going to take it off. But when you're, you're sitting in a position where I thought they could have if they they took those chances, got something from the game, and in the end, up they just walk away with nothing. So that's a that's a frustrating day, I think, overall. Haaland had as many shots as he had completed passes. That's nine, <laughs> and he ended up with an individual xG of two point four seven. Um, so he had he had some really great chances. He missed a couple. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Couple, some big saves there as well, and uh, and he scored at the end there. Of course, he could have had a, a tap in too. Do you see that one with Bernardo Silva's goal? Yeah. He could have tapped uh, it in, but he didn't. Saying that, That's Sean, saying that, I think when you look throughout his career, 
he doesn't have many touches, does he, in a, in a match? No. But the goals that he scores is, is ridiculous. Just got the seven this year, I think. Yeah. Barely touches it. And just boom, goal. Thank you. What a job, by the way. What a job. I wish I had that job. <laughs> just being a goal scorer. <laughs> don't, even yeah. t- don't even need to touch the ball. Don't even play me. Don't even look for me. Mm. Just put it in the box. I'll bang it in. Boom. Goal. Does it piss you off? As, as players, that, say good. you're playing, yeah. right, Jimmy, you're, you're there in the midfield or whatever, and you're busting your ass. You're bleeding out there. You're having all these touches. You're so involved in the game. And then, then the striker has his nine touches and he scores a goal and all the cameras are on him and everyone's talking about him. Does it ever get to players in the room? Now, now it does, Charms. Now it does. When I was playing, not really, but now when I look at it and I, I think I can barely get out of bed, my hips are sore, my ankles, my knees. And this guy oh. doesn't even touch a ball throughout a game and just boom, hat trick. Thank you very much. Makes all but the dough. You have all it. You have that guy, a guy on your team, and you basically goal every single game. Yeah, oh, you don't mind it, do you? Really, be honest. I mean, yeah. if he's putting goals in the net and you're winning games and getting your yeah, bonus, getting your game bonus. You're fine with that. <laughs> Hardest job in the business. Yeah, yeah. That's why they get paid so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you should have stayed up top, Jimmy. I should have. Jesus, if I could only score. <laughs> if I could only score. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Eh? Hardest thing in sports, yeah. scoring those goals, they say. And in life. And in life. Yeah, just generally hard to score. <laughs> All setting goals and <laughs> failing. I'm Intel, by the way. <laughs> Aren't we all, though, most of the time? <laughs> exactly. That's what those guys got to know. They got to go. Hey, what are you talking about? We were all in cell. It was a fucking hell. It was tough yeah. getting laid. It's just the so way it's it is. involuntary. I don't want to not get laid. <laughs> it's not my goal. I was, I was so explaining. I was explaining to my daughter how you had to ask a woman out on a date. Sometimes, like if you you had to be charming, you had to be nice, you had to pay attention to people, you had to listen. It was, it was, you know, to, to find a mate was, it wasn't just swiping left and right. You had to talk, Wonger. You had to talk. You had to learn how to banter. Yeah. That's what we had to do. The issue, Wonger, was the fact that you, you, you refer to them as mate. To find, yeah, I don't think that that was a problem problem? for me. No, I I never really had a problem. problem. I wasn't the I'm looking for a mate. You want to be my mate? (laughs) A partner. Let's say partner then. Partner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Meeting, yeah. yes, that's where I was going with it. <laughs> Jeremy Doku's pretty good, isn't he? Scored a nice goal. He looks like a city player through and through, doesn't he? In just his uh, his early few minutes with Man City, scored that that nice goal, shimmying down the sideline. There, he's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, City are pretty terrifying once again. But yeah, I still, like I said, I think West Ham are going to be absolutely fine. They're a good team this year. Although European football starts again this week, like already Champions League kicks off. So uh, that makes it a little bit more difficult for some of these teams, for sure. Mm -hmm. It will. Wolves were up 1-0 on Liverpool. And then uh, Jürgen made some changes at halftime, brought off McAllister, who was apparently exhausted, and it all changed. He said actually post-match that McAllister was actually quite relieved 
to be taken off at halftime because he was so tired from his international exploits with Argentina. Um, yeah, it's understandable, eh? Totally understandable. They were playing in Bolivia too, I believe. So oof, they were they were trying to sort out that altitude. And I think he only got back to the UK and training on on Friday, last Friday. So wow. didn't they, so didn't, didn't, they try to stop anyway. it? didn't didn't FIFA try to stop Bolivia playing up in the mountains? Uh, there was talk about it, but then they were also saying that, well, where do we draw the line on altitude or heat? You know, we used to get played in Mexico City at high noon and no shadows or in Jamaica at one o'clock in the afternoon. So what's that? You know, where do you draw the line on that sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. It, it may be a bigger deal, Jimmy, if Bolivia were, were you know, kicking ass, you know what I mean? And qualifying for World Cups and then getting there and being really poor, but they don't. I mean, for the most part, these teams do fairly well there. Bolivia just sucked when they just came down to. Yeah, once they get below the Mount Everest. (laughs) (laughs) When they come down from the mountain, they stink. Yeah, it's super hot. I mean, Luis Diaz, he's also down there, right, wasn't he? Playing, he came on, looked brilliant. Mm -hmm. As did uh, Darwin Nunez as well. But a uh, big, big uh, win there for Liverpool, playing really well. Mo Salah had three assists. He now has the most assists by an African-born player, most in the Premier League history. Beating, do you know who? Any guesses? No. African player with the most assists prior to Mo Salah. Mm. Not Drogba, would it be? No. No. Um, Tony Yoboa? No. You're just trying to name African players right now, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, More recent. Toto? Not Toto. JJ Okacha? Nope. Nope. Much more recent. You're not going to get Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. It took me about five seconds to get JC's joke. Yeah. Oh, great good times! Uh, the original, not the not the Weezer version, the Toto version. Hence the joke. Yeah. Um, let me give you another clue. He played for Manchester City. Oh. African Torre. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 No. No. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> Why don't you just fucking tell us? Just tell us. This is fun. Come on, you must know this. Okay, one more clue for you. Well, I will if you he want now me to plays like, in Saudi really Arabia. Think about it for ten minutes. I'll I'll do that. But I, I, it's kind of boring. Can I? No. Who? Who? No. Oh. <laughs> Riyad Mahrez. Fucking hell! This is painful. Riyad Mahrez had sixty-one oh, assists. Oh. Now it's Mo Salah, who doesn't just score goals. Wow. <laughs> this is maybe the best podcast ever. It's, it's, it's well, I didn't know we were doing the best podcast ever. <laughs> um, all right, where should we go next? Oh, right Chelsea, now. they tied. Everton, nil-nil. Booed off uh, the field. Posh so says, ah, all will be good when, when the injured players come back. Why not? They Why not say that? Bill. Yeah. Why not say that? 
Why not say that? Are they looking for another manager already? Probably. (laughs) There's a great article in The Athletic about the finances at Chelsea and what Oli's been hammered, right, for doing all sorts of things. For example, the whole £10 subsidy from the coaches for the away support, cutting that, um, increasing prices off concessions at the ground, tickets, yada, yada, yada. And as much as, you know, you can blame Bolly for a lot of things, the article actually is, paints another picture. Um, he says, compared to the previous 20 years of Roman, the team, the club was bleeding money because Roman would just underwrite everything. They were bleeding so much money. It was never making money. It made no sense business-wise, but yeah, this this oligarch, bajillionaire, who, his little toy thing, he didn't care. So now in comes Todd Bowley and his crew, and they're like, wow, we've got to do some stuff here. Now, the £10 subsidy is still really cheap and optically is terrible, but they are trying to revamp that whole business model, which I suppose makes sense. Well, spending a billion dollars probably isn't a good start. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. There's the other angle. <laughs> no kidding. Like, what the fuck? That's all bullshit. Yeah. Spend a billion dollars on players and your team still stinks they'll get it right eventually but it's a tough lead to get it right and it's not uh overly forgiving so that's right great that's why though right they bought all these youngsters right who are on these long-term contracts they haven't really bought too many established stars who have done it they've got these these youngsters who have most of them have come to a brand new league as well and like you said it, it doesn't it takes time to adjust to this league and if you have all that 11 or thereabouts close enough trying to figure out at the same time, that cannot be easy. Can't be easy. Yeah. When you're, when you have a good team and you're just slotting in a player here and there, that's one thing, but the amount of players, they just throwing it at the dartboard. <laughs> just hopefully something's going to stick here. Yeah. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Big time. Throwing them at the dartboard because the players they brought in are, they're not good. They're not producing. Bang average. Are they bang average? Though? I mean, like Mudrik, for example, came over last year for obscene amounts of money. He was brilliant in Europe. Hasn't got it done at all. Is there a chance he's going to bounce back, though, and find his feet in the Premier League? There's a chance. Of course there is, right? But is it asking too much to ask seven other players to do the same thing the same season? Well... Like Jimmy said, there's something obviously seriously wrong there. Um, there's no chemistry. There's a, I don't know what that dressing room is like, but I can't imagine it's all that tight. No, no way. No. Not at all. You got guys, I mean, I, when I played at Chelsea, it was the same sort of thing. It's like you got guys living all over the place and nobody's close to each other. Nobody really socializes with each other like they used to. And I think that that's a big part of sometimes is that you just throw players like this. They could be talented, but you do have to have that spirit a little bit. And I don't think they have any of it. Yeah, That's what's been lost a little bit. I mean, I'm not condoning the good old days, you know, and after training, you go to the pub and you pound back 12 pints. Probably not all good. But a lot of that, did, did it did bring those teams together, though, didn't it? There was that, that team bonding in those mm-hmm. environments. So maybe there's yeah. a, a happy medium somewhere in between. Maybe they've gone too far the other way now. Yeah. Well, it's also different in a small town. When you're in a small town, everybody's living, lives within 20 minutes of each other like yeah. Ipswich. So it was easy to get together or even find a place out in the country where you could 
you have a little get together and play some pool and darts and have a few drinks and the guys would really enjoy it. And yeah, you, you learn a lot about each other when you do that. But in London, it's definitely different. Always has been because of the distances in between and where the players are all living, but there's still uh, have to have that chemistry in the dress room and the players fighting for each other and wanting to get into the trenches. And that doesn't seem to be the case. Well, yeah, but I mean, but Chelsea did it before numerous times and won championships, right? In that environment, Arsenal. Yeah, but they had a lot year. of lot of local guys, though, right? Yeah, true. That's what Craig's saying. Like you, you had when they were on fire, you had Lampard, you had uh, Cole, Terry. Who else? Terry. Yeah, you had loads of guys who were all local guys that lived in London, and even Drogba. They were they were really well connected. Those guys, like all yeah. the foreign guys. And yeah, and leaders like Fabregas, you know, he was, was a leader. Yeah. They really were. They were big personalities, right? Yeah. Yeah. But and you look at there. the success of, of Lampard as a manager ever since, right? Shows the leadership he had and how, how John Terry is his renowned manager now. Oh, yeah. Wait. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe you're it's not funny with that, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Arsenal beat, uh, um, who did Arsenal beat? Everton 1 0. Right? Who did Chelsea? Did I get mixed up there? Everton are getting closer. Chelsea. Who did Chelsea draw? <laughs> Anyone? What's the Arsenal? Arsenal played Everton, right? They did. Yeah. So Chelsea drew. Barnmouth. Was it Bournemouth? Yeah. Well, you just guess the reason. I, the reason I know is because it's on the internet. Okay, <laughs> so, that's how. My, yeah. my slow computer. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, so all that about. Chelsea was regarding the Bournemouth result, not the Everton result, because Arsenal beat Everton 1-0. Um, the story on this one, though, was David Rea taking the gloves instead of Aaron Ramsdale. Um, Piers Morgan got involved and said it's, uh, you know, it's a shame. It's basically he's humiliating Ramsdale, who's done nothing wrong to lose the gloves. Now, there is a game against PSV coming up in the Champions League. Could well be that they're just managing minutes here and you're going to see Ramsdale back in goal. But, Craig, do you think is there any reason why Ramsdale should be aggrieved that he lost the gloves for this game, having played pretty well so far? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's actually the case. We don't know exactly why that decision was made, but they do hold the keeper, uh, Rhea, in high high regard. So it seems to me when they brought him in that they were looking for a moment to change it up. They wanted him to be number one. I had that feeling when they picked him up. Um, and we'll see what happens. But Ramsdale's a good professional, you know, as good as it gets as far as a guy. So he's not going to give you any problems. You'll work hard and try and get back in the team. But I have to wait and see what, they, what they're going to do and with all the cup games and how they, they spread out playing time. But no matter what happens, both keepers will get a, a fair amount of playing time. But Arteta must have known what he was doing, right? When you signed David Rea, he knew what would happen because he wasn't cheap. He's an expensive goalkeeper, as was Ramsdale. So he must have mm-hmm. known what, was, what could happen here. Is this? I mean, great managers can do this, right? They can they can cause they can manufacture tensions, right, to improve Not players. Tensions. You're, you're creating competition, which is healthy. Mm-hmm. You need that. You absolutely need that in every position. You have to have competition. Keeps you on They're, your toes. Makes that's you what drives you, you uh, Charms. Is really that is yeah. is that year after year, it's the guys coming up behind you or the new signings. You know, it's like you're you're always on the edge. You know, yeah. trying to get a new contract, trying to stay in the team, trying to beat out these other guys to the, you know, hopefully the manager likes you better than they do. 
than they they than them so it, there's always something going on but at that level when you've got clubs like that there's always going to be one two three four really good goalkeepers yeah. anyway so yeah 100 there's not a lot of room for error you have to have that you need competition and pierce morgan yeah. stick to politics <laughs> stay out of football no i i agree with what you're saying that. there but it's just in, in this particular case you said ramsdale was was great last season was doing nothing yeah. wrong i, I don't really know whether he needs competition often with competitions it's a young guy coming up and pushing the veteran right often that's how how they they work it in a club in this case you've got two goalkeepers who are both clearly number one material how long can that continue vying back and forth, back and forth till one of them gets pissed off? That's well, right. it's pretty, it's pretty tough for one of them to say, you know, even where are you going to go? I mean, you're making a King's ransom playing there one or two, no matter what, they're both making incredible amounts of money. So you've got that as well. You know, where are you going to go to, to make more money? Um, you can still have grievances with the manager's decision and have talks to him about it. But it's not the first time I've seen goalkeepers do well and lose their positions, you know. So yeah. the manager does has, has something about it that he thinks that the goalkeeper is going to add. Uh, and Reyes, the guy, he'll make a change. He's not going to be afraid to. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. We'll see. Ramsey, like I said, seems like a good professional. So we should mm-hmm. go fight for his position. Speaking of goalkeepers, uh, your boy, Max Crapo, Craig, back in goal this weekend for LAFC. They beat LA Galaxy in the derby 4-2. Mm-hmm. Um, Went great. You sent the uh, the post-game clips, press conference. He's great, Max, isn't he? He's so good in front of the cameras. I think we might have a little national treasure happening there, don't you? Yeah, no kidding. Like, wasn't it great to hear like his teammates <clears throat> and one of the press guys who was mentioning in that clip about how humble he is and he's one of the best teammates they've ever had or was or is the best teammate they've ever had so gives you an idea and then just this whole attitude in in life in general you know of course it really bothered him and he's been open about the mental health and the physical you know battle that this is when you're injured whether with such a bad injury like a broken leg like he had 10 months out there's going to be ups and downs and he was always positive you know, he would jump out of that dark spell and just be like, listen, you know, what's in front of me is this. I got to be able to learn how to jog next. I got to be able to, you know, run. Then I got to have some confidence in myself to go into challenges again with that leg, you know. So all these different steps he was taking and there are little wins for him. And I thought he dealt with it as well as anybody with an injury like that. Uh, he was very real about it. And, you know, remember, he missed the World Cup because of it. You know, he wasn't. He was going. Was not going to be the starter. We know that. But he was going to the World Cup, and that that was just a disaster for him. So, all in all, well done. I'm glad to see him back. I'm really happy to see him and back in the starting lineup. And they picked up the three points as well. So, excellent news. And let's be honest. There's a big old cloudy hole right now in goal for Canada, isn't there? Right. I don't know who the number one is at the moment. But certainly if Max gets healthy back to 100% and form, I think the goal's his, isn't it? It probably should be. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. He's got yeah, everything. He's got a great goalkeeper, great personality. For me, I would love to see him be number one. And we lot. know in football, you know, 26 is a lifetime away in football, but he'll have his eyes on that. 
why not? What a what an what a carrot to be dangling in front of you to, for the next few years to keep yourself going to keep winning games. He's at a really good club, well supported, well financed. Everything about it's really good. He's in a perfect spot there right now. If I was a betting man, I would bet health pending he'll be number one by the time the World Cup rolls around. Yeah, I agree. Oh, that'd be a good bet. And the way you're on fire at the moment, so I'm going to drop. Hey, I got my own personal four game parlay as well this weekend. So yeah, and so did JC. I think didn't he? JC, you you crushed one as well. No, those are well. No, I well, I crushed ours that we did. I just I just duplicated them because I was very confident. Um, <laughs> but but I did have my own um, my own one, which was uh, I was uh, betting on Japanese football, and I came through and won five dollars off ten. So look at me. <laughs> all right nice it's been a good so you've, weekend you've, you've given up on the uh what league was it not the latvian league no, that was the uh oh estonia estonia estonian league no no, no i'm yeah. still on that it's just at, at the moment it's it's you know what i mean it's it's that week in the league yeah. where it's like well okay i'm not I'm not gonna bet on that week so you know but going forward <laughs> and there's this couple others is also the the vietnamese uh league um there's couple other ones that i'm really focusing on and i i plan to give that out uh that uh personal information if people want to call my hotline uh which is uh it's a 900 number um and you know you, you can get my inside scoops jc's inside scoops on the cone what so yeah that'll that's the thing um i'll give out that number if people are really interested in that so yeah. back to, back to the show yeah there's there's gonna be lots of people interested in that um <laughs> <laughs> scoops on the cone. Not too much There's dodging going like, on. Mm. <laughs> That's me licking the cone. You see, licking all those wins. You know, see what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's a good bet. A, a good bet is uh, is anything against TFC at the moment. Vancouver oh, TFC. Um, and now they're playing what Miami on Wednesday in Miami. Messi. Who knows if he's going to be available available for that? Miami lost on the weekend without Messi. Oh, he'll be available. He'll be rubbing his hands together. Yeah, you got to think so, right? Yeah. Could pad those stats a little bit. Hmm? The space the defenders were getting? Were they fucking in quicksand? Weren't they like in the. the, (laughs) I can't believe how much space they give the players sometimes. So, what is it? They're they're aiming to be in the bottom two. Well, they're probably not aiming because they'd rather not be in the bottom two, but they think it'd be the first non-expansion team. Craig, you sent this one to us to finish in the bottom two for three straight years. Yeah. And it'll be the seventh time in their, what, 17, 18 years existence that they'd finished in the bottom three. So, but there's no problem. There's no losing. No. There's no consequences. None. I got to, hey Jimmy, let me ask you this, right? So you're John Herbin, yeah. right? You'll be taking over on the first three games left in the season. What is he Why walking bother? into? Tell me what a room is like with a team that's this bad, has lost this much. What is Lower Herman walking belly. into for the last three games? Lower than a snake's belly. <laughs> and the only way is up. Truthfully. So now he's going to go in there. He's going to meet the players. He's in a good position, really. Mm-hmm. Because you can you only get go any up. worse. <laughs> you can't get any worse. Can't get any worse. He gets a couple of wins and he looks like the hero. So he's in a good spot. I think so. Uh, Talking about good spots, good spots. Whitecaps, fourth place in the West right now. Yeah. Watch out. Really good. Watch out. They look good. They look good. I like them. 
Ryan Gold's got to be MVP material, right? He's got to be up there this season. He's not going to be there for very long. No. 10 goals, 9 assists in the campaign. What a player. He's he's excellent. And I tell you, I think that these guys are sitting in a great spot to to surprise a few, mind you, and I'm sure they're not going to surprise the, the teams themselves, but maybe some people wouldn't expect Vancouver to go very far. I think that could do well. I mean, we're even talking to Nick Dazovich, who's obviously a you know white caps guy. And I think they've really done well with some players and the way they're sitting, and I think they've got potential to go all the way. Well, the West is interesting, right? You got St. Louis, obviously, who've come out of nowhere to be this really great team, and obviously LAFC is always going to be there. So there's some depth there. It's going to be a good playoff run. Mm-hmm. It'll be uh, exciting. Montreal drew Chicago nil nil. By the way, hey Craig, did you prefer? As a goalkeeper, did you prefer a nil-nil or a 5-4 win? Nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> well, for longevity, well, it all depends. If you win 5-4 and you don't, it, you know, you haven't thrown a couple in and you've, you've done a decent job, that's one thing. But I've always said when you're you're better off losing 1-0 and standing on your head than winning 2-1 and throwing that one in. Because if you keep doing that every week, you're not going to be in the lineup regardless of them winning. So, <laughs> <laughs> The funny thing is, Craig, I know this podcast isn't about me, but I thought you said longevity. And I was excited yes, I for did. a sec there. That could be Long, a great segment. Longevity. longevity. Yes. Find the it's oldest skin tag on my body. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. The uh, longevity. Let's find one Somewhere of these things. Keys. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Hey, let's do that on the uh, on the TV show Monday tomorrow. Air. Yeah, we will Close just uh, strip you down. Yeah, and we'll, we'll try and find the longest That's skin right. tag. <laughs> Fucking hell! God, we've got a brand new seven viewers. It's called Longevity. You'll never guess what this was about. JC, take it away. <laughs> Yeah, Wong good luck, is, How about Wong Jeffity? Then together I can examine Dan Wonger's body <laughs> and find the longest skin tag. All right. <laughs> Maybe tie some together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we should call it quits. We should definitely call it quits for the evening. Um, by the way, all those games I mentioned, um, all those great Premier League games, you can find them still, even now, today, after the fact, still worth watching on FuboTV.com. And you can subscribe on FuboTV.com slash Footy Prime. Save some money right now as well if you sign up. So please do that. And uh, as we mentioned before, our parlays came through as we build up Craig's ca- casket. TonyBet.ca is uh, your local friendly neighborhood. Got betting. seven years and counting. start getting some uh, some easier parlays here it's going well it's going well Uh all right uh tomorrow that's monday you may hear this probably today so today 7 30 p.m eastern on one soccer you can find on fubo as well by the way you can catch us uh, and our lovely faces and of course dubs herself amy walsh she'll be on the show today yes jc what? Oh here. my God! What a surprise! Look at that. Asking ye shall receive. Magic! It's magic. You are a magician, JC. We were, we were literally just promoing the show for Monday night. Magic? Yeah, and you just showed up out of nowhere, out of thin air. And we're oh, also going to ask our we're going to ask our Footy Prime uh, supporters if they can help promote us. 
So please get on social media to tell people about Footy Prime on One Soccer because we need all the help you can give us and all the good good vibes. Yeah, and that's not coming from a bad place or a place no. of desperation. <laughs> oh, no, it's absolutely <laughs> desperation. It's absolutely <laughs> desperation. What are you talking about? Is it? Okay. Oh, of course. Nice. Your tone there was like, please, please help us out. Please. We, we really please need Please send money. Here. Please send <laughs> spare change. We've committed money to new cameras and, and microphones. And Christ, we need more than seven weeks of this. Jesus. Um, Dubs, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about yeah. you guys? Busy Sunday, yeah. Yeah, ask Jimmy how he's doing. I don't think I need to ask. If anyone has the visual, everyone knows how Jimmy's doing. You going to make it, Jimmy? No, I'm trying. Oh, my God. We're almost finished, Jimmy. After this. Start a, start a GoFundMe for Jimmy. Yeah, help. Have a nice, nice couple a lot, of calls and weekend. go to bed. It was a long weekend. Well, we better, on that note, say farewell. And uh, Dubs uh, and the rest of us will be on your television screens or computer screens, or phone screens. Monday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Good night, sweet dreams, and keep buying newspapers. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. (laughs) That was gross. That was gross. That was kind of a stuff there. I don't know what that was. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.